Hello and welcome to Pick That One Out, a new weekly podcast trying to pick out the fun left in football. My name is Jack Murphy and I'm joined by my fellow co-host Will Varney. Will, uh, new year, got new lockdown, got a new podcast, how are you feeling? We have, hello everyone listening in uh, to Pick That One Out. Yeah, it's a pleasure to uh, get involved in a fresh new podcast and I think, you know, when you look back at when Lockdown 3 was introduced... I think personally, Boris Johnson introduced it because he knew we had no other excuses but to make this. We've been talking about it for so long now that it was almost like we had no any, we had no more excuses. We had to do this, uh, and uh, yeah, let's get the ball rolling, Jack. Yeah, I mean, Boris, such a big fan of both of our work. It's it's no surprise <laughs> that he well, would be. Clearly, knew there was going to be some insightful football chat that people had to listen to, whether they liked it or not, during lockdown three and. You know, we, we had to give it a go. It's the, I would say, instead of pick that one out, we should call it the um, the podcast that nobody asked for. <laughs> nobody wanted this. So we may as well bring it in, shall we? Think about all the great podcasts in the past that no one asked for. This is a, And we're fit into such a good niche. I don't think I've ever seen uh, <laughs> two young males with no experience in the game talk about football before. No, I've never heard uh, people talking about football before on a podcast thinking they know their stuff. I've not heard many before. So I think we're doing something very original, like you say. And uh, no, it's we'll, we'll see how long we can get this going for. Hopefully, the people don't get bored. If that's if anyone listens, which I'm sure they will. I'm sure they will. Well, to keep it uh, going at such a quick rate to start us off, why don't we let them uh, get to know us a bit better, Will? Why don't you start us off with tell us who you support? Get us on the ball rolling. Yes, I'm a Chelsea fan for my sins. Um, started uh, probably when I was about six. Um, I was a glory supporter. Good to get out of the way um, I'm, early. I'm, I'm not, yeah, you've got to get it out there. I'm not ashamed to say it. I love John Terry. I love Frank Lampard. Um, and I remember I had a um, I had a primary school relationship at the time, very very hard hitting wow. relationship. Um, I ended up I ended up uh, ending it because she beat me at chess. But that's a separate <laughs> that's a separate point. She didn't let me win, but. I would say that she was the first person to introduce me to the notion of supporting a football team. I remember she said to me uh, in the playground, um, do you support Aston Villa? And I thought it was like an animal. I had no clue what it was. <laughs> so that was the first time I got introduced to even supporting a football team. So I, when I found out what it was, all of my family support Aston Villa. Uh, my granddad played in the reserves. So I felt like the best possible option for me was therefore turn my back on my local <laughs> team and uh, support the uh, successful team at the time being Chelsea. And, uh, yeah, I was, I, was, I was wondering where that was going, talking about uh, the, the full uh, length of history with your family and Villa and, then, and how it was going to link to Chelsea. <laughs> but I mean, I rate the honesty. I mean, in this game, uh, you have I, to be. You can't lie on this podcast. The people need to know that, yes, uh, my family... Um, they, I've, I've been to Villa games they were the first games that I went to and I turned my back on my team uh, my local team um, all of my friends support Villa um, so uh, yeah it was a let's just say it was a shameful one in the school playground uh, got, I got ripped for that quite a few times don't get me wrong well um, I, I, I don't know if I can say I'm too much better I'm an Arsenal fan uh, myself um, but the the difference is, I mean, I hear so many stories about how people uh, become fans of the the clubs they support, and it's it's normally something to do with their family. But for me, um, I kind of got myself into football. I mean, my my parents were more uh, always involved in in the England games in big tournaments, but it was ne- there was never a big Premier League following in in the family. Um, and no, then, that's that's like me, yeah. 
Yeah, and then one uh, one fateful night, I must have been up late and I was uh, watching Match of the Day and I just saw a fantastic uh, Thierry Henry goal, one of many, and it, and it just sold me. And, and I had the pick of the London clubs and I ended up going for the Arsenal, for better or worse. I mean, we, mm. we, I mean, Yeah, was that a good decision now looking back? I mean, we're still a club, and uh, some fans don't. <laughs> some fans don't get that. There, that, there you go. I mean, there we are. So Clearly, I'm very grateful. Take take what you can get. Um, give me something, Will, uh, that you love about football. We, we need to get a sense of passion going here. So give me something yeah. that you love about the game. Um, I think for me, um, it would be when you're at a live game, when you walk out. On out into the ground, up the steps. You're from the concourse. You might have had your pre-match pint or a bovril or anything like that, and you walk out up those steps and you just look out to the stadium. I think that's such a special moment for me. I remember doing it for the first time at Stamford Bridge. It was a um, the first game I went to with my dad. Uh, it was a absolute thriller. It was one nil Chelsea. Wow, big game. Oh yeah, you can tell. You it, it, the atmosphere was absolutely pumping. Mm. But um, I, rem- I remember just walking out to Stamford Bridge and, and seeing it pre-match before a game. That was huge because I'd wanted to go for so long, finally was able to go. I remember it at Wembley as well. Um, I went to Wembley with my um, my dad and my brother and I think it was England-Slovenia. Oh, another um, big game. Wow, you uh, got again, all, the, all the big hits. Why am I choosing all the big <laughs> games? I, I don't know, but I remember um, it was such a... Just walking out and seeing sort of... And, and Wembley as well as, as a stadium. That, that for me... Uh, it's a personal thing I love about football, that sort of pre-match atmosphere and yeah, I absolutely love it. Um, I, I think it's it's good to to remember the time in, in stadium uh, before the COVID era. We had that brief period where 2,000 fans were let in and uh, it, it just didn't really feel the same. So I'm, I'm going to no. try and encapture something you can enjoy with football, even out, outside uh, of being in the ground. Um, okay. Big fan of the old football shirts. I mean, I'm, I'm an avid collector of stuff in general. I find when I get into something, I want to collect as many as I can. And football okay. sh- football shirts is no different. Um, it's kind of really taken off the last couple of years. Dangerous for the bank account, I can't lie. Um, I can imagine, I can imagine. Yeah, they, get, they get more and more each year, uh, and I just keep getting more interested. I think if we're hoping this is going out uh, in video form, uh, and if so, the, the viewers will be able to see I'm wearing a, a new... Uh, well, you say that we hope. We hope. It's, it's a big hope. fingers crossed. <laughs> if 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 you're saying if you're hearing this on the Spotify version and you're thinking there's no YouTube out there from pick that one out, it's not gone great, and we're gonna get it, there at some point. I feel um, it's a risk. We're, we're trying. We're making our ways. We don't know. We could be in video form. We might not. All if, those details are later to come, aren't they, Joe? It's all TBC. That's all part of the excitement. <laughs> Uh, but if you can see me in video form, you'll see I'm wearing a brand new Fluminense uh, shirt from Brazil. A uh, nice little maroon and dark green uh, number. It's, it's, yeah, that is a nice number, actually. Uh, and it's it's here's the thing. I have no allegiances to this club. I have no uh, allegiances or, at this moment, much knowledge of the Brazilian league and how it's going. Mm. Um, mm. But I just feel like with football kits and, and other football memorabilia, it's it's a you can get an insight into a club. Uh, you can get... Um, stuff about uh, its past, it's it's uh, how authentic it is, and 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 what their beliefs and cultures are, just from uh, a piece of fabric. 
Um, I, I've, no, I've never been a big collector of kits. I've always been one who every year I would buy the Chelsea home strip, whether I liked it or not. Nice. I, I like the loyalty. Like if I, it was almost like if I didn't buy it, then am I really a true fan? <laughs> so dropping 60 quid on a T-shirt... I always thought, oh, I'll just do it. And there were some years that I bought it and I, I look back and I think, why on earth did mm. I get that? Like, I've got the, um, in my drawer, I've got the, um, there's, a, there's a bright yellow number of Chelsea from a couple of years back. Mm. Um, and I bought that. And almost like you, you just stand out and look like a banana if you wear that <laughs> one. It, I mean, like, it will take your eyes out. It's that bright. So, um no, for me, I've never been a huge football kit collector, but clearly, Jack, you uh, you love your kits. Yeah, I mean, for better or worse, again, because in the past, as you said, when I was growing up, it was it was solely based on the Arsenal kits. Uh, but I always felt compelled to get a name on the back, and oh. I and I've had some howlers over the years. I'm going to throw a few oh. names out there, okay. getting worse as they go on. Okay. Uh, Robin van Persie, all ended well. Um, yeah, that went well. Let's see. Cesc Fabregas, of course. Um, yeah, ended up coming to us. Yeah. Um, Emmanuel Adibayor. Ooh. Yeah. I don't Ooh. quite... I don't know what happened to him, actually, in the end. <laughs> um, and uh, finally, uh, Marouane Shamak. <laughs> what? Why? <laughs> <laughs> this I should about... almost be a topic. I... <laughs> be a topic next week. Which footballer would you not get on your kit? I heard he was uh, hot stuff coming from Bordeaux. Uh, he had a mohawk. He was our new. Uh, I was going to say number nine, number twenty-nine, and <laughs> and he. Why? I mean, I don't know. I mean, you have to ask. However old I would have been, ten or I oh, know, been eleven or twelve-year-old uh, Jack at the time. Um, but yeah, I mean, well, I'm impressed. I am yeah. impressed of all players, Marwan Shamak. It's one for the collector's book. I mean, who knows oh. how much that could go? Frame it. After, Frame after it. His, that could go for a lot of money. Though. After his storied career. <laughs> um, okay, so we've we've done the good. Give us something that you you hate, a football pet peeve, if you were will. For me, it's got to be. I'm going to go in stadium again. Okay. Um, and it's one of the. I've, I've seen it with my own eyes. I've witnessed it. If you're going to buy a ticket to a game, I can't understand why on earth you would then sit down in your seats and read the Daily Telegraph. <laughs> like I've I've witnessed it, and I've genuinely sat there and thought, why? And I know that like um, a lot, like especially Chelsea supporters at Stamford Bridge are like called like the Cucumber Sandwich Brigade and all that. I genuinely struggle to understand how you could spend that amount of money and think. Oh, just you know, put my feet up, see what's going on, and you know the business section. Like, watch the game, just watch it. <laughs> Don't think like, oh yeah, you know, I'll just sit back, relax, get involved. Like it's those people as well who are like, let's all just when you're celebrating, for example. Like, don't get me wrong, I'm no like, I'm not an ultra. But I would like to celebrate a goal. Like I'm not, I'm not a hooligan. I would love to celebrate. Part of a goal, the, you're part, part of the shed mosh pit, aren't you? Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> They're crazy. Those guys, the West, the West Stand massive. But like genuinely, like you, you might celebrate a goal. You might join. Get in, and somebody's going, "Whoa, let's all, whoa, let's calm down. Can you just chill out a bit?" I've had that before, and I've genuinely mm. looked at them like, "Sorry." And I know it's happened at other football clubs as well. I've heard stories from like. You know, my friends who have sport Villa and stuff like that and you just think like grow up yeah you're at a football game you know where you are literally grow up I, I yeah I have to agree I mean as an Arsenal fan 
going to the Emirates. I've seen a fair few in my time. I was wondering where it was going actually. Uh, when you talking about, I was Is he just talking about people that read newspapers at football games? No, it's that kind of fan that will. It's, uh, it's all encompassing. It's all yeah. encompassing. those who look, those who are on their phones as well, Jack. Yeah. Those who just spend the whole game just on their phone, like. I know you might be looking at the other results around the ground, but maybe watch the action every once in a while. It might go down quite well. Yeah, I mean, the clubs need the atmosphere, and if players are spending big money to go and then give them nothing, I think that's a very good pick. Um, I'm going to go uh, in in the old broadcast land of uh, of football, and I'm going to okay. I'm going to give you current football punditry. Uh, okay. Now you got to hear me out here. I how many All times? Right. Have you watched a game and you think, I'd, I'd love to know what, well, I was going to say <laughs> what the pundits would think, but with the current, I mean, I'm, I'm a, I will say from the get-go, I'm a massive fan of Michael Richards. I'm a big fan okay. of what he's doing at the minute. Um, but it's yeah, needless laugh, Jack. I, yeah, I want some positivity. Like, I want the positivity. But it's people like Roy just... Keane and Graham Souness and, and the like. Yeah. But, but surely, but Roy, you need a bit of that sort of angst. You need everybody knows that if United are losing, you get to half time. Roy's going to give you some good content, surely. But that's all they're after now is the content, and they're they're just waiting for Roy to give them that snippet to put yeah, on TikTok and to put on Twitter. And that's not even the worst bit. The bit that really annoys me is you watch a game and you get to half time and you think. I want to know what the pundits are thinking about this. Do, do they think Ollie, for example, has set this up right, or example? And then the 15 minutes at half time is going, well, what's the referee done here? Referee, poor referee decision, VAR, what are they doing? <laughs> it's, it's all about decisions and that rather than tactical uh, talk, which is. And they're, okay. they're looking for the lowest common denominator of the audience, I think. And, and, and that might be why England uh, is, frankly, behind uh, on Europe in a lot of tactical dis- discussion. Uh, and journalism, I think. I the thing is, I, I I do I I tend to agree with you there, but I'm I'm not sure on the Michael Richards. <laughs> I'm still not sure. I it's like him. For me, as a, like, don't get me wrong, he obviously brings a bit of a positive nature, but I just feel like sometimes like you could deliver him some horrible news, and still he'll find a way to crack it like a, a laugh out. He'll go ha ha, and it's like whoa, Mika, let's tone it down. Let's tone it <laughs> let's down. Let's sell it down. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's Lower fair play. Lower the volume, that's... please. Um, well, Mike had his, his, had his work out as we go into the uh, Prem Roundup to try and get some excitement out of uh, yesterday's big main event of uh, Liverpool nil. I don't think nil. anyone would like to comment. <laughs> I don't think any of them wanted to be there. Of Liverpool the nil, Manchester United nil. Uh, the Guardian uh, rightfully called it dry January. Uh, as their back page headline. Uh, what what can you say about it? There's, I mean, it livened up in the last fifteen. It was kind of what Oddie's plan was, but it was a, yet another poor Liverpool Man United game. How many times have we has there been games this season between the top six where it's been incredibly dull to watch? Like genuinely, there's been so many. Like I, I mean, I remember watching Man United Chelsea. That yeah. was painful to me. That was genuinely so dull. Chelsea Spurs, that was really dull. I think the Manchester derby as well, something that you would but, normally consider with some decent oh, stuff. That was awful dreadful. too. And I do wonder, you could be onto something here. I wonder if, because um, at the start of the season, we were all talking about how entertaining everything was and how high score and everything was. We had the Villa 7-2 against Liverpool. Spurs were scoring for fun, uh, like the 6-1 against Man United. Um, I do wonder if... 
the the big teams are now scared uh, of of this attacking of, of that attacking revolution, and they've all kind of like taken the gear off just to go make sure you get the clean sheet start with or defensively yeah. solid at least. And you look, I mean, to be fair to Pep Guardiola, they won four 0 last night, and and their defense is looking better than ever. Well, I think the thing is as well, we we look at it and we obviously say this season is different. We've noticed re- in recent sort of weeks and months that the goals that started that were at the start of the season that goal rush has dried up hugely. And I think it's one of those where you just I'm not surprised anymore when I see you know when these games are billed as the huge games. I'm not surprised if it's going to be really dull and drab anymore. These are the games that usually would be like Super Sunday and I'd be sat in front of the TV thinking, whoa, I need to be there to watch this. And now I'm thinking, hmm, do I? Do I really? I feel like I feel like, 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 like you're buying, buying into, into it every, every time. time. I, yeah, I, yeah you're, buying, <laughs> you're buying into it and I'm genuinely sat there for 90 minutes thinking, what would I rather do than be sat here watching this? And it, it made me get... It, it put me onto something, this, Jack. Yeah, yeah go, go for it. What is the most boring thing you would do rather than watch that game yesterday between United and Liverpool? <sighs> thing of the most tedious thing in the world that you could do that you would have rather done. And I've got an example. Go, hit one, I remember hit one. I, I was once so bored mm. here at my house here in London that I I sat outside. We have a small sort of concrete... We call it the concrete jungle. Nice. It's almost like... Very it's London. a little small... Small back garden, yeah. And I've sat out there in a deck chair, and I noticed that um, a plane, a planes always fly over the house. I think en route to sort of Heathrow or something like that. And I genuinely started to count. I counted um, the minutes and seconds between each plane flying. Oh over. my god, that's so... <laughs> that's I was that, so that was... so much worse than I could have ever. Thought. That's doing? quite sad. I know that's quite sad to admit to, but at the same time, that was how bored I was. I would have rather have done that than have watched United Liverpool yesterday. Just think about all the things you you can watch instead of it. All the <laughs> all the awful TV on at the minute. That's, that's, I, um... I, but I watch I watch too much awful TV. I think you were telling me you were telling me you were talking about the Mars Singer earlier. I mean, I'm not. Oh, I was. I'm, I'm not yeah, necessarily I mean, a watcher, but you were telling me about someone that was on it, and I couldn't believe it. Yeah, um, former England boss, <laughs> Spurs boss, Glenn Hoddle unveiled as grandfather clock. That's huge news. That could. That's almost. We need like a breaking news stab. Yeah. If you get, there, like, <laughs> we need an insert where it should be like breaking news and it's like Glenn Hoddle unveils grandfather clock that's huge news for me and I don't get why I he's mean, done it he's, he's still got a punditry job he doesn't need the money <laughs> but that's such a good point like you look at people like you know when Harry Redknapp went on yeah. I'm a Celeb and it was like Harry wasn't really doing anything at the time he was out of a job you know now you look at it and you know he's doing a load of betting stuff mm. he's um, he, I think he's he's making a load of jam roly polies or something like that something he's like that some he's doing stuff with chunks he's doing something and you're going Harry don't do it to yourself <laughs> no you've got enough you're better so than you're this be- <laughs> you're, be- you're better than this didn't he win an FA Cup with was he Pompey yeah, boss yeah. when they won the FA you've won an FA Cup Harry don't do it to yourself and like I, I'll tell you what you look at Glenn this is this this has got me thinking. Managers on reality TV shows and and what we could have here if this is a new genre. Well, I think that could be this could be a good thing. Um, if a manager on. Okay, okay. 
an iconic boss, Premier okay. League man. Okay. Form well, former Premier League now, but he knows his stuff. Okay. I I don't think I've ever loved a manager as much I as think, Neil Warnock. Yeah, I knew where that was going. I do love a bit of. Neil. <laughs> I don't think I. I don't think anybody. I don't think I've ever loved a boss as much as Neil Warnock. And I would love to, if I had to think of a show to see him on. I'm going to come dine with me. Oh, it's a great I'm show. I'm going to come dine with me. Because I think in the kitchen, him whipping up a meal. And it, do you know what's interesting? You could do a, a, a manager's come dine with me. Oh, that's beautiful. You could get, you, you, and that would be interesting. Get a load of them around the table. I'm thinking you get Warnock in. Brucey, mm. Steve Bruce would mm. have some good content. Um, I think you've got to throw some you've got to throw some sort of rogue names in there so yeah. who's going to sort of like light it up a bit not like the mainstream uh, do you know what I'd love to hear from Tony Pulis uh, what's he Tony. doing these days after the Sheffield Wednesday well, he, <laughs> he got binned from Sheffield Wednesday after I think it was something like 45 days yeah. so I mean he's had a bit of a rough ride but Tony get, Tony, get the name out there again Tony uh, get on come, get, Tony, get on the manager come dine with me and do you know what? I would actually, of all people, I'd love to hear from Sparky. I'd love to hear from Mark mm. Hughes because I'd you, love you've to just got you've just got how that. He continues to be in the line. How how does that man continue to get jobs? <laughs> I'd love to know. You've just got that managerial merry merry go round uh, in there. Yeah, yeah. We just get them in. Pardew, um, maybe throw Kerbishly in there. Oh, well. he's been hanging around. He's I, always I, on I've the, got hear me, hear me out here. Great British Bake Off. Okay, Sam Allardyce. Yes, I'd like that. And I mean, do you know what? I've actually, I've got experience in serving Sam Allardyce food. Wow. Um, yeah, one of the, um, when I first started at TalkSport, um, I was, it was like one of those where you, you go and get, you go and get sort of the breakfast or like the coffees in the morning. I'm just thinking like, I'm just happy to be around these people. Like, yes, I'll do anything. And um, I remember um, Big Sam Wanted a sausage sarnie, of course which he did. is it's the most it's the it's least the surprising Sam, thing. <laughs> it's the most big Sam breakfast order ever, and genuinely, I've gone okay, and I didn't realise you could go down to the canteen and just ask the canteen stuff like, oh, a, a sausage sandwich, please. I'm sweating. I'm thinking, oh my god, what am I going to do? Like big Sam, I've got to make this good. Like no, and I remember, um, I've. I've got the individual ingredients and I've actually made it myself. So I've got like the sausages from the buffet. I've toasted okay. the bread. I've toasted the bread for him. I've put, I'm putting it together. He wanted brown sauce, which I, yeah. I rated from Big Sam because I, I have a phobia of ketchup. Oh. We'll throw that into a future episode. Wow. Um, well, yeah, we'll touch back but, on that. <laughs> we'll, we'll come back to that. And I mean, genuinely, I remember serving up this sausage sandwich and I remember thinking, this is it. It's do or die now. There's no coming back from this. And... Um, I, I just remember him sat on the sofa in the gallery. He tucks into it and I'm nervously waiting. Mm. And there's this pause. And he goes, this is good, this. No, I, and I remember just thinking, oh, it's like one of those fist pump moments. <laughs> Get in. Here, he loves it. Get in, Big Sam. And uh, yeah, that's still one of my go-to stories. I, I can never live that down. Serve Big Sam a sausage Just sign. knee sliding across the talk sports studios. Oh, it was huge. That. It was huge. That big moment, big moment. Uh, well, Big Sam's getting a lot of uh, criticism since uh, coming back into to management in the Premier League. Um, and it had us thinking about uh, two big names in the Premier League that are on very poor form at the minute. We're talking uh, Marcelo Bielsa's Leeds United and we're talking Nuno Espirito Santo's Wolves. Both in, in kind of free fall at the minute with their, their current form. I do wonder... Do you think uh, the contingent of um, 
don't know how to describe them, indie football fans, Mundial readers, shall we say, um, are overrating these clubs uh, due to their continental uh, styles. I think, I think I, well, they're in free fall, both of them, I think, personally. I think, first off, with Leeds, if you're, if you're losing 1-0 at home to Brighton, where are all the people now going... Marcelo Bielsa, they're playing so well. They're losing 6-2, but, you know, they put up a fight so we can trust them. No, they're all gone into hiding. And good, because I hated that. I absolutely despised those people who were going, yeah, they're getting slapped about a bit, but they, they play a nice style of football. Daniel Farker did that at Norwich last season. Where are they now? The Championship. It doesn't work. If you're going to play a certain way, then if you want to stick to it, fine, but don't expect to get results all the time. And <clears throat> sorry, and it's just one of those for me where I I couldn't stand people backing Leeds when they were getting slapped around. And you look at that now and you go, 1-0 loss to Brighton. And I know that you've been a fan of Brighton, Jack, even though they haven't been getting points. Done big pot but big grain me, pot of stan. Well I know I know Pep said he was the best English boss, and I just took that as a huge slight <laughs> on Frank. I felt that that cut me deep. It hurt. But I mean, for me, it's one of those where every and especially and with Wolves now especially, Wolf, you've seen since Raúl Jiménez got that injury, Wolves just have no. They they have the cutting edge of a spoon. They can't do anything up top, and you have to you look at them now. And at the start of the season, I said as my sort of controversial opinion, Wolves are going to be bottom half, and I genuinely believe that unless they go out in this transfer window and they have to sign someone. Yeah. But for me, no. And do you know what? I actually revel in it. I'm actually enjoying Leeds and Wolves being poor because for so long it has been that whole vibe of not not essentially with the Leeds, but especially with Wolves. And it's like, yeah, they've got the backing of you know that Portuguese super owners at Jorge yeah, Mendes, yeah. and they've you know they've, look at all the great players they play this exciting football. And I mean, when Neto scored to beat us two one, I was livid. I, that pained me. So now to see them just you know in a bit of trouble. I'll take that all day long. Here's the thing. I'm going to rebuttal because I am one of those okay. uh, big uh, Bielsa super fans in hiding. Um, oh, yeah. I, I, oh, goodness the... me. I've just slated you. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I love uh, that the the lead style of play. And here's the, here's the issue. It's not um, the play or, or them getting slapped. It's them getting slapped and people uh, almost praising them more for it. You'd never see it with anyone else, and I feel like it's it's almost patronising when when they lose six two to Man United and and they they're getting a loving on Twitter. But yeah, they've got a lot of injuries as well. I know a lot of clubs do, but they've got a lot of injuries. They've got Luke Hailing at centre back, uh, who's I mean he's he's a wing back known for bombing up, can play CDM, but he's, he's awful at centre back. Next to Stroyich, not good. Liam Cooper's. Do you think they're fatigued? Do you think they're fatigued? Um, I think I don't I don't think fatigue just yet. I think they're one of the fittest teams in the league because of Bielsa. But everyone said, but everyone says this. Everyone makes a big thing of like, you know, Leeds are known for being one of the fittest teams on the pitch. Always they don't stop running. It's like like eleven road runners. But now it's just like they haven't. They look like they haven't and, got legs. And I'm going to put an argument out there that the Brighton game was the first game I think I've I've seen when I thought. That was really poor. Like that was that they weren't even good attacking though. Like defensively, there's been holes. We know that, but they weren't. They couldn't even create anything against Brighton. And that's when it starts to get worrying. But I do believe 
the end of the day, it's a very heavily championship team that's mm. currently a mid-table Premier League team, thanks to Bielsa. Also, my final point, what are the Premier League managers getting over 10 goals a season from Patrick Bamford? Well, you know, I, I, I'll agree with that. I mean, start of the season, don't get me wrong. Big Pat Bamford, I thought, this Paddy was going to struggle. And I mean, I, because I remember I remember TalkSport put a tweet out like, can he cut it? And he replied like, here they go again. And to be fair, the man has done the talking yeah. on the pitch because it has actually been scoring. So it has been really impressive. All, all I would say finally on Leeds is, viva Karen Carney. She yeah. said, she said, they She called been, it. <laughs> they look, they look tired. They look like they're tiring. Leeds got chippy. It all went off, and has she been vindicated? They lose three 0 to Spurs. They get slept by Crawley. Yeah, that cup. was okay. I take it back when I say Brighton. Karen's <laughs> laughing at home. Take it back when I say the Brighton game was the first Karen's bad one. Uh, the Crawley one was very bad. <laughs> the Crawley one was an oh, awful, awful, was, awful performance. Yeah, that was bad. Um, it was bad. But you, yeah, it, it was. It, keeping in mind that the the manager uh, perceptions on Twitter, you were telling me uh, something uh, last night about something you saw on Twitter about uh, managers. I'm not sure if you have it to hand. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that, so what what I saw in the paper, I don't know who I don't know who's gone to this time and effort as well. But it it actually sort of is a bit. It's a bit interesting. I'll, I'll vibe with it. Um, it was a they somebody's done a study on which Premier League managers get the most negative sort of comments and criticism mm-hmm. on Twitter. And we we're on Twitter. Yeah. We see it. There's so many memes banded around. And I mean, so you're looking at the top three Premier League guys. Okay. So we're talking most who the mo- who, most slander. Yeah, who who is slated most? I've got to think. Um, the only thing I see at the minute on Twitter is uh, memed images of Frank Lampard looking fat. Yeah, I mean that that, that you would be yeah. spot on because he's top. <laughs> he is top. It, yeah, Frank is actually top. And I mean this. We're, we're I'm assuming this was done last season. Okay. This is encompassing almost like a year, which is weird because Lampard um, was much better last season. Well, but also, like, he inherited a team that had just lost Eden Hazard, who mm. single-handedly won us games at points. Um, we had a young team, we had a transfer ban, and we get fourth. So, I mean, to be fair to yeah. him, you would think that is slightly surprising, but I suppose maybe he just gets the stick. Who would you go for two and three? Mm, most. Who do you think is going to the Premier I, League boss? I see Oli Slander, but there's so many United fans. Do you know what? That shocked me because he's not wow. there. I genuinely think... Because you you could probably list about 10,000 of my tweets just <laughs> laughing at Ollie. And, and, so, and I mean, another I'm 5,000. I'm not there single And another 5,000 of I'm, mine. So. Yeah. I'm surprised I'm just not there single-handedly. But no. Uh, second place... Yeah, shoot. ...is a, uh, a, big, uh, a big fan of, uh, of Newcastle fans. Stevie Bruce. Oh, wow. Stevie... And third, this shocked me. Third, Dino Smith, Dinino, Villa boss. That is interesting because. You know, but if you say if it's just last season, I will hold my hands up and I'll say end of last season. I think Villa have done well to stay up. Need a new manager, in my opinion, to get them to the next level. And Dino's just proved everyone wrong this year. A really good transfer uh, window in the summer, and it and they look good. I think out of the out of the like new contenders. 
if you if you can if you think of like your Southamptons, you know your Evertons, mm. I think out of them, Villa look the most convincing. Do you know what? It hurts to actually praise Villa. Of course, you. I mean, you've you've at the start of this episode, you've I'm, taken your ball with Villa and you've gone home. Family, family loyalties are in the bin. You know, I, I've I've admitted that. You know, and for years, for years watching Villa and. I saw, it sounds bad, but I started to enjoy at points seeing them suffer. Oh god! But not as badly as that season when they were like, yeah, genuinely the bottom, you know, the, the bottom yeah. times. That they, they were dark times, and um, I mean, f- this is interesting because I genuinely didn't think we would have a bit of a Villa discussion on here. And a friend of mine the other day, Fred's, um, huge Villa fan, and he messaged me when I put up our sort of teaser for the pod come in. And he went, is this part going to be discussing Dean Smith's tricky villains? <laughs> so genuinely, maybe he sees ahead into the future. He's good. Maybe that man's Fred's good. knows. He knows. So, no, I mean, it's, Villa are on the up. And that hurts me to say. But no, they've looked really good this season. And I think, yeah, you can expect some. On the other hand, Steve Bruce. From Steve Bruce well. hasn't. Yeah. Um, and uh, no. I'll talk about, did you see the Steve Bruce quote uh, from the other day? I've got it here. I've got it to hand. I'll okay. quote it. Give it, give it um, there's some bad it. language in here, so if you, okay. I mean, but the, I'm not censoring. Yeah, by the pod, we need that e. You know what's <laughs> no, that? No, the e? parental <laughs> parental <laughs> advisor. Yeah, parental <laughs> guidance is advised. We should start that. We need someone to voice that. Steve Bruce said when talking about his uh, loss to Sheffield United, their first win of the season, uh, and the one 0 win. Uh, he talked about his Newcastle side and said, we were absolutely frigging hopeless the other night. We were absolutely shy. The gloves are off now. We'll do it my way. And I have to ask... That, that is so Brucey. The, That's so Steve. The gloves are off, oh the gloves are off now and we'll do it my way. 18 months into the job. <laughs> so only now he's thinking, I should probably step up now. Well, Steve, where was this 18 months ago? Where was this energy at the start of the season? But it had to take you getting slept in a couple of games. I mean, some of their games have been dreadful. But oh, they're, t- they're more, a tough watch. It's more the performances. I know that Newcastle fans are so unhappy. And I know there has been so much debate over, you know, does he is he getting a rough ride because, you know, they didn't get Rafa Benitez in the end and they were disappointed. And, you know, you appoint someone like Steve Bruce. It's never a glamour signing. But I, I think at the same time, you know, some of their football is dire to watch. It is so. I yeah. I'm, I mean, they're they're in, they're in action tonight, aren't they? Yes. I mean, so this is re- this is recorded before Arsenal Newcastle tonight, and we took like nearly two hours to score again. And and so I mean, uh, that, so I don't that, know what's happening. We touched tonight. on games. Uh, we touched on games that I wouldn't want to watch. That's, I would do yeah. anything to not watch. That's high priority. That's on my list. That's true. That is definitely top tier. I'm for sure. I'll watch the highlights, but yeah. I am no way gonna go out of my way to go Arsenal if, uh, tonight. If somehow it does turn out to be a uh, big like seven goal third, I'll key you in. I'll let you know. Uh, oh yeah, of course. You know. Yeah, yeah. You send me. You send me goal updates. <laughs> it's a barren. I may as well turn the phone off. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I I can see why that's the case. Let's go on to some. Uh, midweek predictions we're starting a new predictions league uh, between the two of us some nice healthy competition for the second half of the yes. season it's like a half a mm. half a league's worth of predictions yeah it's the half season predictions that so will pick out the oh, highlights man. of of uh of the stretch of, of days until the next pod we'll take three yeah, how's it gonna work jack we'll take three games um each game we're gonna guess uh, score and if possible if necessary a goal scorer uh, three points for a correct score one point correct result mm. 
An extra juicy bonus point if you get that goal scorer correct. Uh, you'll start off with, okay. uh, for us tomorrow night, If hopefully this is uh, out before Leicester versus Chelsea Tuesday night. Big game. Uh, two uh, top four contenders. Um, mm. Leicester-Chelsea at the King I mean, Power. Let me just say, if you again, if we're on YouTube, if you can see me, you will have seen me sort of scrunching my <laughs> lips there as I'm genuinely not looking forward to this game. Okay. I've got a lot of Leicester friends and I know that the group chat will be absolutely firing on all cylinders if we lose. And I've just got... I, I, and I, I think we will. Oh, wow. I genuinely think we will. Um, I think Leicester... Looked, they look good against Southampton. They got the job done, and you know, why is this happening? Why are like my friends' teams being really looking really good? Is that is that why you started? Is that why you started the pod with me? I was the only friend left that this team wasn't doing. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it just sort of meant that I could sort of I had a bit of a chip on my shoulder. I thought, (laughs) he's an Arsenal fan. It can't be that bad. But no, I think personally. Leicester Chelsea, I think I think it's going to be a Leicester win. I really do. I think it's going to be two one Leicester. Um, Throw a goal scorer at me. And and yeah, I'm going to go Harvey Barnes. Oh, I'm going to go Harvey Barnes. He looks really good. I think he's a shout for the England squad. Wow. I don't want to don't want to hype it up too much. But yeah, Harvey Barnes looking good. So I'm going to go two one Leicester. Unfortunately, I've got a tiny bit more faith in you. Tiny bit. Oh. I've seen these. I've seen. You're the only one. I've, I've seen this uh, <laughs> this Leicester team against big teams, and it's. But it's, it's the home form's not great. They did do well against Southampton, but they were let off a couple times. Um, there's doubts about whether Vardy's uh, going to be fit enough. Um, yeah, but but I think they can still find goals either way. I'm going uh, Desmond, 2-2. Two, two. Um, okay. I think 2... Bit of a threat. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I'm, feeling, I'm feeling a good game here. I'm not sure why, but I'm feeling it. And annoyingly, mine was going to be Harvey Barnes, but I'm going to throw away... I'm going to throw to separate... Okay. Bit of competition. Yeah, let's I mean it's fair. Um, I don't really want to have to pick out the Chelsea lot at the minute. Um, that is a hard one. It's oh, you know what? Ooh. Throw it back to the good old days. Ollie G. I'm going Giroud. Do you know what he could? He obviously he could be the start as well against Leicester, or he might. He can do it off I the mean, bench T- as well, though. Timo Werner can't hit a barn door at the minute. So He's I mean, been poor. Just, He's been yeah, poor. Yeah, that's that is an understatement. <laughs> let's hard. let's head on to Wednesday night. Um, I think this could be a really good one as well. Man City Aston Villa. I, I think it could be good. I, I'm gonna I go. Think it could be. I'll uh, take the lead on this one because I feel goals, but then both defenses have been good as well. So it's it's a really both attacks have been good, both defenses have been good. I'm gonna say City edge it. Uh, I, we don't know the the story of of Villa and who's got COVID, who hasn't, whether there's fitness that is issues. That's a good point. Yeah, I'm saying City two one win against Villa, um, okay. but going rogue again. City, you never know who's scoring. I mean, it could be any of like the front six, seven. Who's even if they're not starting, they could score. Yeah. So could, yeah, real outsider pick here, Ollie Watkins. Loves it against the big six. Two against Arsenal. Hat-trick against Liverpool. Mm. Well, he's been robbed a few times by VAR, I swear. He has. He's getting he's in the positions, really which I think is, is definitely important. So, I'm yeah, I'm going to go Wally Watkins. I'm going to say okay. he's the goal scorer. I'm going to go 2-1 Man City. What are you saying? Well, I mean, it's a good point that you raise about Villa. We don't know with sort of the squad and um, them 
you know, sort of be. I think it's four games they've not been able to play. Yeah, they're very behind. Um, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna go three-one City. I'm gonna go three-one City, and you know what, goal scorer, I'm going John Stones. And oh, I know that you are. You're big loving fan. John at the moment. John he Stones is in. He's in my fantasy Premier League. I think just for that himself. Don't be surprised if you see a pick that one out uh, sideshow FPL show. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, Friday, like an in-depth a branched, analysis, branched off FPL yeah. show. If it happens, don't be surprised. I'm flying <laughs> up there thanks to old Johnny Bone Stones. He sorted no. me out last night with two goals. But no, he's 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 doing great. I mean, it's a bold pick. It was his first league goals in five years. <laughs> I think he's going to be on a bit of a roll now. I really do. Form player. That's why I'm going to go. Yeah, I'm going to go three-one City. John to score. Okay, and then the last one. Not, I'm not expecting a thriller here. Uh, Thursday night, Liverpool Burnley. Uh, mm, Liverpool can't yes. score for their lives at the minute, and Burnley not exactly thrillers themselves. What are you going for here? Well, I mean, if you look at Liverpool's form at Anfield, nothing suggests to me that Burnley are going to rock up and do them. So, I mean, am I expecting a thriller? No, but I will go. Uh, I think Liverpool get the job done against Burnley. Um, they've got too good a squad. I'm going 2-0 Liverpool. Okay, who's scoring? Uh, and I'm going to go Mo Salah. Okay. Mo Salah to score. Um, okay, I think Liverpool's barren run uh, continues, but not to the extent uh, as it has been. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, big call cool, that. Uh, the issue uh, is, my prediction was, Liverpool won Burnley nil, and I'll stick by that. Uh, but you've stolen in again. I was going to go with Mo Salah penalty to, to end the Baron run. You can pick the same. Yeah, I, mean, I know, but I, I just no want to keep it. these, bro. Oh, but I just <laughs> I want to keep it lively. That's the thing. Um, are they going to score from a corner against Ben Mee and Tarkovsky? Unlikely with their current centre-backs. Uh, you never know. Um, the centre-mids aren't really chipping in. I'm going to go... I mean, I'll go Mane. I'll go Mane. Yeah, it's a safe. That is safe. That is safe. safe it's course. safer than John Stones, but <laughs> it, I mean, I mean Stone, you, you say that John Stones on the scoring form compared to Mane Salah. Honestly, if John scores, you we might have to do a Thursday podcast post game. when you see the FPL logo across the pick that one out <laughs> badge, you'll know that we've re-branding. rebranded. <laughs> There's our predictions done for uh, week one. We'll let you know how we get on next week. Um, I think the refs uh, just looked over to the the fourth official and we've uh, reached some stoppage time here. Uh, yeah, is there a whistle? Oh, oh, I'm trying, I'm trying yeah, to whistle. Oh, good. You're not, you're not nah, getting it from me, bad. mate. You're leaving uh, it there. <laughs> was that an attempt? I, let's just pretend I didn't try to whistle. And, um, post. Get it in what? post. We'll get it in yeah, post. Yeah, yeah. Can, we, can we edit that in? Wait, let me go one more time. If not, you'll oh, no. hear an edited whistle, everyone. <laughs> oh, no, we'll leave it. We'll both... leave it today. It's not on form. Lips are not on form. Okay, we're looking at uh, as quickly as we possibly can. We're going to ask each, yes. other, each other ten quick fire questions just to uh, get our perspectives on something. We want quick fire off the dome. First uh, thing that comes to your head answers. Um, like I say, quickly as possible. We're aiming for uh, sixty seconds. Uh, but, I mean, uh, that, we've seen Fergie time before. I'm happy to go over. But we're aiming for 60 seconds for that, sweet, to, but... for that sweet, sweet TikTok, baby. For that 60 okay. seconds. Oh, uh, here we are. Do you know what? I've still not got TikTok. I still haven't. But I you know will. We you will after these. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you will after these highlights come out, mate. Yeah, exactly. Here we okay, go. Okay, tell you what. You shoot for me first. Let's hear okay. 10 questions for me first. Let's go. I'm ready. 
You ready? I'm ready. And we're off. Messi or Ronaldo? It's got to be Messi. Half-time pint or a Bovril? Give me the pint. Tough conditions at the minute. I want a hot, hot drink, but yeah, give me the pint. Yeah, fair point. Sat the Bovril off. A signed shirt from any player. Who is it from? Henri <laughs> is the idol, but Ian White's up there as well. A ref one. Mike Dean or Anthony Taylor? Anthony Taylor. I hate Mike Dean so much. Long sleeve shirt or a short sleeve with gloves? Kieran Tierney style. Um, give me the long sleeve. I mean, Tierney, I, I don't think... Tierney doesn't need the gloves either. He can go short sleeve wherever and I can rate that. But long sleeve. Who's the better pundit? We spoke about it. Gary Neville or Jamie Carragher? Both can be biased on their own teams, which is rough. I'm Very. Give me Nev. Give me G-Nev. If you were to be shouted at by a current Premier League boss, who'd scare you most? Klopp gives you them evil eyes. I think I get scared by Klopp the most. Maybe Big Sam as well. With if you get I the sausage signing, right. mm, yeah, I'm going. Sean I'm going Klopp. Dyche. I'm going Klopp. Sean Dyche would be a nightmare. Right. We spoke about him earlier. Kieran Tierney or Robertson. I mean, I give. Think I'll take about Ro- this. Ro- Robertson, but Tierney's going to get there. No bite. Oh goodness me. Right. Halftime pie or a burger. Give me the pie. Give me that pie. Yeah, safe bet. And Arsenal win the Champions League. Or England win the Euros. Oh, Club I thought you, or country. Here we you, go. Thought you were going to say World Cup. You didn't. Going to go Arsenal win the Champions League. No, no, no. Oh, <laughs> you, you, you spoiled you it. You said that the Euros. Six, you spoiled those sixty seconds. First one. We might never do this again. You. That's painful. Spoiled it. I would have been here for another minute if you said the World <laughs> Cup. You said the Euros. It was an easy choice. Neither oh. uh, have success in that that field. I would personally remember a a Champions League win uh, oh, more fondly. Think, I think, think of- but I know it would be limbs. But um, the World Cup's just. I need. I'm settling for World Cup or nothing. I'm a hard, I'm a haggler. What What can you oh, say? It's gotta be. It's gotta be the country. Surely that's poor from you. We might get a poll out if you're on the Twitter. We might get a poll out. We might see what the yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the fans yeah, think about well, this. Well, we'll, we we'll plug... need some followers first. We'll plug the socials at the end, <laughs> but make sure you're on. <laughs> okay, are you ready for your? Are you ready for your turn? Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Okay, time starts now. Who's your title favourites? Uh, Liverpool. Uh, Lampard, Solskjaer, or Teta? Uh, Frankie Lamps all day. Uh, Allison or Edison? Alisson. Uh, worst manager in the league? Uh, I'm going to go Stevie Bruce. Okay, that's fair. Sorry, Ver- Werner, Werner Abraham or Giroud? Uh, uh, on current form, uh, Giroud, uh, Giroud, Ollie. Uh Prime Rooney or Prime Drogba? Oh, um... Oh, that's good. Um, oh, I'm gonna have to go Rooney, you know. Oh, that's big oh, that's from you. That's big from you. Say, but... Um, big game at home or away day? Away day. Uh, I've done two. I don't know why it's made it sound like I was some sort of ultra. <laughs> Are Leeds going to be in a relegation battle? No, I would love them to be, but no. John Stones for England, yes or no? Yes. And finally, finally, where did Chelsea finish in the league this season? We're finishing. We're finishing fifth. We're okay, just four. outside. Okay, like some good honest answers. That's what I can appreciate. That was that brutal honesty. It was, it, and it almost it flies back to the start where I've admitted to be a glory hunter. We're showing the sort of honesty that's going yeah, on in the podcast. I, I have to it's appreciate full, it. Full there. cycle. 
nice send off for Rooney there. That's what he was after the appreciation, knowing that a Chelsea fan as well would say that he was better than Prime Drogba. Um, yeah, that that was hard for me. That that actually has sort of made me feel quite sick after this podcast. I think that I think the prime, the prime, the prime is going to be I'm going to be reflecting on life in the after this podcast done, thinking I've just admitted to that. Oh, I love Drogba, but Wayne was something else at points. It's fair play, and that and that uh, that's going to send us to a close here on the first ever uh, pick that one out podcast. But before we come to a close, since we are a new podcast, I'd like to remind everyone to check out the rest of our platforms. Um, I like we say we've said it earlier. Fingers crossed, this is on YouTube, baby. We could and we be get... on YouTube. We could be. We you don't, don't know. know if we are we or hope. not. If you do, you might see me. I'm sort of wearing. It looks like a turtleneck. But I was. Like, I thought it was a turtleneck the not, whole time. It's, it's like a. It, did you actually? <laughs> yeah. It's like a Nike jumper, but it does look like I'm sort of sporting a turtleneck in my room. So it, for that reason alone, you should probably check Get out over the socials. There. Jack, let's and, hear him, mate. All right. Well, if we are on YouTube, make sure you like and subscribe on Pick That One Out Football Podcast on YouTube. Uh, of course, Spotify and iTunes. If you want to listen to audio, you don't have time to watch us. You're on the go. Uh, Spotify and iTunes is where to go. There. Uh, follow us on Twitter at PTTO Pod uh, for some exclusive polls, uh, potentially some highlights as well, and always uh, updates on when the next podcast will be. Also on TikTok for some potential highlights at, at Pick That One Out for uh, ex- episode highlights and potential uh, down the line extra content. Extra okay. content. Whoa. <laughs> Easy time. <laughs> so that's full time then on uh, episode one of Pick That One Out. Thank you for joining me, Will. How do you think that one went? I think it went well. First one out uh, out in the traps, and uh, I think it went well, mate. I really enjoyed it. Um, long may it continue, hopefully. And like we say, for the third time, final time today, let's hope we're on YouTube as well. We don't know. We're bre- we're That's too, there's, we could be. There's too much YouTube discussion for it not to be on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we should title it. Are we on YouTube? <laughs> Episode one. It's goodbye from the both of us then. We'll see you next week. Thank you very much. See you next week.